0: Morning, Vince, Josh, Adrian, Peter. Huge news. Uh, The first product of the 2021 rookie class is now guaranteed. I got my stock this morning. That is already listed on the website. There's more. Uh, I'll be listing it in in small batches over the weekend to make sure that everyone can get hold of some. Uh, Very limited. Uh, didn't get much at all. Morning, Dale. Who won the footy last night? Um, Hammy's okay. Um, so, 2021 contenders draft picks. If you are not familiar with the the way that the the uh, product works, the draft picks, collegiate product. Firstly, there's no license to uh, to distribute it outside of the U.S., meaning that we can't get any uh, to sell. At a low price point, because we've got to buy it, retail, resell it. The one thing we can do is get access to reasonable volumes because of our relationships. So I've bought, I've bought enough of it, but in comparison to a normal Panini uh, release, it is extremely limited. The way the first products work is that they are wearing their college uniforms. Panini have done a huge amount of work in improving this space. Rewind back to 2015. All sticker autographs, no veteran content. All veteran content that came into it, I think in 16, 17, was in college uniform. Now we've got them in their actual, um, the the veterans are uh, quite often in sets with their um, proper uniforms, which means that the short print variations Excuse me. Are in proper uniforms, which is big. Um, they've improved the on-card uh, content immensely. Last year's was incredible. I never forget there was a lot, uh, Zion cards last year that sold for a hundred thousand dollars. There were Zion cards that, that sold regularly for over fifteen, 000, twenty thousand dollars. Two things about this product: one, you don't get more bang for your buck this is the most autographs you will see in any in any product probably the most autographs you'll see in any uh licensed product full stop across the board so it's incredibly good value there is a huge ability to prospect these guys last year as an example pj washington boomed uh Carson Edwards boomed, Rui Hashimura boomed, Kai Bowman boomed. Before they had put a ball into the air, these guys had autos selling for more than they are now. So don't sleep on it. Um, There's something to be said about getting out early on some of this stuff, of the right stuff. But it is hot early. This market is going to be hot for these guys. Contenders, draft picks, 2021. It's up on the website now. And uh, it will be continue to be replenished throughout the day just to prevent people from just clearing us out. That's not the intent. Uh, you know that I like the product, but yeah, so what? Grayson says he loves every product. Um, what about the content? Who's in it? The 2021 pick class, uh, as far as I'm concerned, looks to be a real good prospecting class. Um, I do think Lamelo Ball is going to blow up early. I think his prices will be strong. Lonzo's were very strong, albeit Lavar was creating a lot more noise at this point. The... Rest of the the class looks so even. And uh, this kind of happened in 1819. The class was really even. And so the, 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 the story of the 1819 rookie class, if you go back and watch our videos, is basically me saying, Hey everyone, stop sleeping on this class. It is way better than the 1718 class. Now, was I right? Mm. Uh class is mature. So, they start to look better. like So, the 17-18 class, it's starting to look better. You know, Bam's playing better and Tatum's starting to play better. Marco um, Fultz isn't. Um, Lonzo's really, really, really good still. So, the class is starting to look better. But the 18-19 class, as it comes into this year, as Trey starts pushing to be an MVP candidate in the next two or three years, um, as Luca starts to become... Uh, an MVP candidate uh, in the next two to three years. Uh, I think that, that narrative changes. I think eighteen nineteen starts to show that depth. Uh, we'll find out. I think this class is more like eighteen nineteen. 19 um, You could probably throw a blanket over the first six picks, maybe five picks, depending on how much you like Wiseman. So just going through a couple of them uh, is, of course, Lamelo. Lamello. Um, most likely to go one. Um, Anthony Edwards uh, <laughs> always makes me think of the, the guy who does the um, John Edwards <laughs> who speaks to dead people. Uh, anyway, Anthony Edwards uh, is probably going to go two, maybe one. Um, you know, he, he, he's a powerhouse. He's going to have his, his following. Uh, is it uh, um from uh, the Euro? Uh, he looks, he looks serious, really good scorer, um, does a whole bunch of moves like Luca, which I think will help him get a good following. How you doing Richard, Gareth? Um, I oh, always, is that okongbi Okong, Okongby, someone like that. Uh, he's one of the top picks. Um, another, another uh, guy who is gonna, I think have a big following, um, more of a defensive sort of threat um Wiseman who was sort of six months ago I think everyone had him number one he's not necessarily the guy anymore uh he's going to be a a threat but uh but not necessarily the guy um he's a tall guy defensive and he's uh uh, he's a scoring threat, but he's got a lot of holes in his games. And I think everyone appreciates those. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, but I think that the, the crop, as you start to get below that, a lot of Euro guys, guys who haven't gone through the standard systems, um, a lot of prospecting, a lot of people looking for that guy who's going to pop and they're going to pay overs uh, to, to be... Well positioned if they do. How you doing, Troy? Contenders is sold out already. Uh, hey Dale, if you're if you're just uh, sitting there enjoying the replay of last night's game, would you be able to just throw some more into stock of the contenders? That is the big news. Uh, really exciting. I was hoping to get it all done yesterday. But uh, still in negotiations this morning, and got it over the line, which is cool. Um, just an interesting thing, like because everyone I work with is in the U.S. or everyone I have supply relationships with is in the U.S. Between five and seven a.m. every day is it's either a really good day or a really bad day. Um, so I do a fair bit of work between five and seven a.m. and uh, and everyone who is in my team at Cherry probably knows how five to seven's gone um, pretty quickly. Nathaniel never goes hard on contenders draft picks, man. It's uh, it is a really good one. Uh, prism draft picks, I've not I'm not sold on. I don't think prism draft picks. Gives as much value for, for what's in it. I think it comes out a little bit too late. I think it trades off the the. Uh, it's a bit like Hunter Biden, just trades off the name. I think it's a pretender. Um, Facebook probably ban me for that. I think it's a I think it's a pretender. Um, it uses the Prism name. It's good. Like the the quality's good. The artwork's good. It's uh, full of variations and short prints. Um, it's not expensive. There's a bunch of things that are really good about Prism draft picks, but it just doesn't have that same draw factor that you get in, uh, in the Contenders draft picks, which is on-card autographs, really nice uh, you know, cracked ice variations, foil variations. They had the optics last year as well. Um, it's got a whole bunch of airtime around it. It's like a month of it being the only thing. Um, it's got all these just yes, yes, yes. Whereas Prism Dropix has got a few no's. How you doing, Dave? Do you think box prices will come down next year? Yes, they already are, Glenn. Um, absolutely, they are. Uh, clearly, Donruss was 550 US a box. Now it's down to 475 US a box. Uh, Hoops Premium was Pushing the 550 before it even became really available in the secondary market. Um, it's back to 500 now. So, yeah, absolutely. And then later in the season, the, uh, the prices will obviously be um, up again. How far up depends on LaMelo. So, the next thing uh, that I wanted to touch on is it sold out very quickly. I do apologize. We've had heaps of messages. Hoops Premium uh hoops premium stock hybrid basketball uh cool name panini i think panini's having a bit of a, a lend there aren't they <laughs> it's just like it's like those films that are like you know the story of the life and times of such and such, such of you know billy bob it's like this really long title mm. uh looks great the high voltage lebron it's going to be huge the high voltage Curry, Doncic, that insert set alone, um, massive. Um, they have the other stuff in it, yeah, I don't know. It'll be okay. It'll be really interesting to see what else they throw in. Um, the The Zion rookie card in hoops is stunning. So I think with the premium stock, it's going to be brilliant. Uh, that product. We released it at the cheapest that you'll find it in the world um, which is something that we're trying to become known for. Uh, it's sold out in seconds. Um, more of it listing at that same price today. So please make sure that you keep an eye on us today. Um, there'll be more of a listed today, more of a listed tonight and more of a listed tomorrow. Um, we'll scale the price up to get to the market value. Thus far, we've not been able to get any more ourselves, which uh, says that its market value should, I think, hold around that $750 Australian price point at this stage. Um, I can't see going much higher than that, given that it's not going to have that amazing Hoops Art Kobe Zion card. Uh, I don't think it's going to have any on card set. I'm not sure what the intent was of this. It feels to me like it was meant to be a Panini direct product and to assist their uh, their customers who are dealing with COVID, they've pushed that into the market to the hobby direct. I don't know that for sure. That's what it feels like. It feels like it was meant to be Panini. Maybe they're just this is some compassion for the, the people in their network. Um, from Panini and that's the case, comment below. Um, but I I do know that it's, uh, it's got some elements that people are really going to love. If box prices come down though, wouldn't that mean card values would also come down? Yes and no. Box prices tend to track down as card prices track down. It doesn't go the other way. Um, uh, Zion's Prism rookie is not going to come down in price, but Prism will come down in price between a few weeks ago and December, and then it will go up. Next year it'll be up more. The year after it'll be up more again. That's the way that box prices work. Uh, but I think in terms of what people are talking about is the uh, Lamello Balls rookie cards might go from $100 to $200. The boxes will go from $200 to $400. They're not going to go like Zion's from $100 to $1,000 and the box prices go 10 times as well. That's what people are talking about. Uh, Nathan, will there be contenders breaks up? There's going to be two contenders breaks. I haven't discussed this with Blake yet. Both will be six boxes. Both will be from a sealed case, so it'll be from two halves of one sealed case. Um, I'm not sure when Blake's going to be able to list those, but I'll give him the details today. Do you think COVID has helped the car boom in Australia? Um, I we've got this question quite a few times in the... I don't think COVID's helped anything. It certainly hasn't helped it. It was about to boom... The the prices, the singles prices were already trending up fast prior to COVID. It it may have narrowed some people's uh, attention to influencers and those influencers influenced them as they clues in the title, uh, which has potentially fast-tracked some of the the growth, but COVID hurt this whole situation. Products that shouldn't have been expensive became incredibly expensive because of how quickly they were eaten up uh, with the threat of having no new manufactured product. I mean, we bought half a million in stock in May extra purely because we didn't think we was there was going to be any stock after that like we single-handedly wiped out you know at least one if not two of the biggest distributors in the world of their available 1718 spectra of their available 1718 select of their available 1718 contenders of their available uh 1819 premium threads of their available 14, 15 Lux. Um, So, because just the threat was real, that there wasn't gonna be any cards produced for the rest of the year and we had to have it around us. And that meant that none of that was available. So that stuff went up 50% the next week. And then that meant that someone else went and bought, you know, other products that weren't good products. And that put the price of those up and then people started paying, you know, $700 for a Supreme Hardcourt box. And, you know, every second case has got a, the best thing you can get a Ben Simmons signed piece of wood. Um, so, mm, COVID didn't help at all uh it it stripped a huge amount of the value that customers were otherwise going to be getting and the the customers were were growing at the rate of knots the singles were going up Uh, i think the jordan documentary helped immensely Uh, but other than that covid and kobe really hurt trading cards that's really exciting and it's and it's one of the things that um where we just need to get we just need to get better like uh and we're working on that come january uh hopefully you're all going to be really impressed um but are we need to tell that story we need to make people feel really comfortable to understand really simply what this uh this you know incredibly entertaining and enjoyable and uh sometimes traumatic but overall I think lots of fun a uh, thing called breaks is and um, and we, we, we do a terrible job of that and I don't particularly think anyone does a great job but, um, but we need to do a better job and we're looking forward to doing that so yeah but 70% new, new customers Hey James, how you doing? Do you think more retailers in Australia start stocking more cards in the future? Uh, Daniel, more retailers are trying to. There is so many people trying to stock cards and so many people reaching out to us. and, um, uh, And if two years ago, I would have just dreamed of these people coming and saying, we want cards and then knocking on Panini's door and saying, hey guys, you know, look at this. Look at all these new people that we're supplying, and um, as fate would have it, there's just isn't there's not enough for us. So our, our supply from our international distributors is so much lower than what it was that uh, the ability for these people here, these other stores in Australia, to actually get stock is just it's impossible. It's it, it is so. Hard and uh, it is the biggest challenge that Panini's got, and you know Panini have been increasing their production in ways that don't impact that secondary market really well. But the the rate of growth that they've built uh, has just been infinitely greater, and they can't get more autographs, they can't get more jerseys. It's not easy to make product. Uh, that doesn't have that sort of content in it and have it take off. You can do it but it's hard. I'm doing well, James, thank you. I'm really really happy, really positive. Would Cherry be open to bring cards in the store upon will Cherry be open to bring cards into the store upon, hey, uh, the store, uh, upon restrictions ease. James um we we're about i think we're about a week or two away from that um our store needs a lot of cleaning uh we've got a lot of boxes and we're very very short on space Um, but i think maybe next weekend or the one after um we'll certainly be looking at uh click and collect or you know, pick up um, at the front, or exchange of cards at the front. We won't have customers in the store probably until into November sometime. But in terms of just dropping stuff up at the front or picking stuff up, that should be something that we're that we're more than uh, able to facilitate. We've Got to make sure that we protect, uh, obviously, the health of of all of our team primarily, um, and then. Uh, make it as safe as possible for you guys as well. Hey, G. Hey, Michael. How you doing? Hey, Gene. Will N A R L take off like A F L? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, Grant uh, has done an amazing job over at Select, and uh, he's been he's been working on that supply um, content and. Sort of, you know, supply and demand really carefully for at least the last three years. Spoken to him a few times, and he's certainly done his research and followed uh, some of the major manufacturers in how to get that secondary market driving sealed stock sales. Done a great job. He's got some really great partners. Card Zone in North Melbourne, if you haven't checked them out. Um, really great shop. Great. Uh, I remember going there as a kid from Tasmania, Steve. Uh, always been customer focused and uh, a real icon of, uh, of this Melbourne landscape. Um, so Grant's done an amazing job. I've had a little bit to do with. Uh, I think it's TLA that do the NRL. They're very professional. They've obviously got global roots. Um, their product has never been a big ticket item on our shelves, purely because of our location. Um, so I've never had enough to do with it to make that call. Suffice to say, uh, they they've got a... They've They're very closely connected with some major global manufacturing partners, so it would be surprising if they don't adopt some of their strategies. Shintaro, hi, my price range is 250. What would you buy with that money? Can I afford more than that? Uh, Right now, Shintaro, for $250, dollars i would be buying Donruss football NFL blasters I'd be buying uh, mosaic multi-pack NBA packets, and I'd be buying. I'd actually, I'd, I'd I'd buy a Chronicles Soccer mini box of uh, either La Liga or Serie A, which I think are in that price range. Um, That's what I would buy. Guys, thank you so much for, uh, for keeping me company.